Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Welcome to One Rental at a Time. Don't you just love that voice? That's a that's a good voice. You, you got a you got a voice for radio and a face for TV. I am jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. So uh, I think it's time. It's that time. We got to talk about the recession. We got to talk about uh, 2023 being the perhaps the worst economic year of my adult life, which I've said for probably six months now. I haven't changed my opinion. I think it's going to be rough. I think a lot of people are going to be hurt. I think a lot of people are going to go through their first one. This is kind of my third. So you kind of feel like, uh, you you know, you, you're not as scared the third time. I'll just say that. So, um, Dion, we'll go to you first. Uh, we got a recession coming. Um, uh, what are you doing to prepare? Uh, let's just start there. Well, the contributing factor to you not being as scared the third time is that the, for the last several years, people like me have been investing, planning for a recession because I didn't start investing until after 2008. So what I did that I think is going to add a lot of security to my investing is I go to sources like One Rental at a Time, Lumberjack Landlord, guys who've been investing for over 20 years, have seen several cycles and thought, what strategies are they implementing? So I talk about things about how I invest in properties that help limit tenant turnover and how I diversify my property locations and my tenant base. One of the things I do with my tenant base is from your investing strategy, I have around a third military, around a third section eight, and around a third working or retired. So I've been investing, planning for a recession. And you never want to get caught living on hopium. I hope that people didn't think that for the last two years, it was not easy, but it was easier than usual to make money in real estate. Flips could take longer than they were planned. They could go over estimation on rehab costs, the ARV could come down, but if it took you long, prices were compensating for all of those mistakes. So my fear is that there are people investing like that now mm -hmm. and the recession is going to trip them up. So for me as an investor, how I invested was expecting and planning on a recession, benefiting when they don't happen, but being ready for one to happen. Well, thanks, Dion, for literally covering every single point you could possibly imagine. Um, am I afraid about the recession coming? No. And the reason that you don't have fear, whenever you decide you want to take action, you always have a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of you know inner turmoil or you know concern or something like that. The way that you overcome that typically is with knowledge or with competence. And so what I, and not to sit here and say I'm the most competent person there is, no, but I follow one of the most competent people that there are. Um, multiple of them. And so I have known that another recession is likely going to happen at some point. You know, I, in 2007, when the last one was kicking off, I was 16 years old. So I was old enough. Oh. I was old enough to see what was happening, to read, you know, news back when people still got newspapers, you know, uh, and pay attention to what was going on as I watched people's 401ks become 201ks and people lose their houses and unemployment hit 10% the year I graduated high school in 2009. Um, and I had to go get a job and move to North Dakota where I grew up because there was no jobs in Seattle area. Mm -hmm. So I, I grew up around that that time frame. So I've always been thinking in my mind, this can happen again and it will happen again. Um, I have prepared myself. I'm very conservative with any numbers I run on real estate deals I do. I never plan on rent increasing. I have never purchased for appreciation. I have fixed rate debt on everything except for one HELOC that I use part of my HELOC. And I have more than enough cash reserves to cover to paying the whole thing off if I need. 
So by not over leveraging, by being careful, conservative, doing the work, buying good and great deals only, and now great deals only, um, I, I'm not, and I hate to say it, knock on wood, I don't think I've left myself open and exposed in many ways. So hopefully I have prepared adequately. And then in order to give me the advice that I need to move through it, you know, when we made calls like stop buying good deals, buy only great deals, I just follow Mike. What's Mike saying is going to happen? I watch the daily financial news like everybody else. Uh, and that's my litmus test for, you know, how things are doing out there. Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things to kind of tie this all together for me. So first off, recessions are um, natural parts of our capitalist system. Uh, they are generally speaking, frankly, healthy. Uh, unfortunate news about this one is it's going to be, in my opinion, nastier than the average one because we have we have tried to act like the capitalist system doesn't need recessions to clean out the the nonsense. Uh, it's kind of like a forest fire when you don't clean out the underbrush. When when that lightning strike happens, a really bad one can get started. Uh, the, it will end. It, it, it may not, when we're in it, it may not feel like it will ever end. It will absolutely end, right? Greg Dickerson always says good times never last, bad times never, you know, don't, never last. But when you're in it, it doesn't feel like it. I think there's a country song that says, if you're going through hell, keep going. Why stop and look around? Just keep your head down. Um, you know, and then to step back from a personal perspective, recessions, generally speaking, um, I, I've said this a couple of times. What's the difference between a recession and a depression, right? A recession is when your neighbor loses their job. A depression is when you lose yours. So, you know, in an environment, right? I, we're in Silicon Valley right now. Facebook just announced 11,000 layoffs they will not be the last big tech company to have significant layoffs. There will be some of you watching this or you will know some people that get impacted. The Silicon Valley is going to get a little chilly, right? Just like it did in the dot-com crash. And um, so you need to protect yourself. You need to insulate yourself, have that emergency fund. Don't, uh, you know, cash is valuable. The cash is not trash. Uh, having dry powder uh, to get you through six, nine, 12 months is, is paramount. You know, once that is done, I want to say this again. Recessions are when wealth is built. And unfortunately, as many times as I repeat that, most people won't hear me say that or feel the passion I'm trying to impart. I saw the metric three or four days ago that was finally my green light to go. I had not done a deal in 12 or 14 months, right? Because and, and I stack cash. It's not like I didn't have the money to do deals. It just wasn't the right time, right? In my market, it wasn't right. I finally closed a deal two weeks ago on Monday because now it's right. And how do I know it's right? 84% of people have given up. 84% of home buyers have given up. <laughs> and in an environment where home builders are my competition, I like to see that. Why did home buyers give up? Oh, it's unaffordable and rates are up and the media is scary and blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm only competing with 16% of people and my job to find that one motivated seller got remarkably easy. So I'm going to show you how I execute in a recession. We will just keep moving forward. And I, the biggest thing I try to do is acknowledge the macro picture is going to be painful. But if you ever want to get micro with me, I am giddy with excitement, 
right? I'm actually buying stocks for the first time in 20 years. I bought JP Morgan at 104. I bought Facebook at 98 and then 91. And, you know, it's, it's when stuff goes on sale, I get excited. So um, I am looking forward to it. So here's what's key about what Zuber just shared. For 12 months or longer, he didn't do a deal. That doesn't mean he sat back and said, the market's not right. I'll come back in a year and do a deal. No, every day. Zuber was doing the work every day. And then when the market was right, he was able to do the deal. The person who says, I'm going to sit back for six months and then jump back in is going to take a few months to figure out the market, not know if we're on the way back up, on the way back down, what's going on with current rents. If you're not doing the work every day, you won't recognize a great deal when it happens. And second, my concern during a recession is usually not for buy and mold investors. Even in 2009 and 10, rents went up. Uh, if you had fixed rate debt, you did fine. Mm -hmm. So expecting a recession right now with several streams of income, units where the cash flow from the rentals is coming close to your six-figure W-2 job, where your investments are enough to be financially free for over four years now mm -hmm. and retired, my concern is for that person who's thinking there's been a reason every year not to invest every single year. There's the silver tsunami. All the baby boomers are going to retire. Interest rates in 2018 went above 6%. Pandemic, an eviction moratorium, interest rates spiking up, a recession coming. There's always a reason not to buy. Going into a recession, I'm most scared for the person who only has their W-2 as a source of income. Because yes, somebody might not pay their rent. That's why we have reserves. That's why we don't over leverage. That's why we make sure we have that cushion of cash flow. But if you lose your job in a time when unemployment goes up, um, tech companies are laying off. And if you're pigeonholed into what you do, and it's specifically in tech, finding a job that pays comparable is not going to be that easy. That's why we're making this content is because in two years, the person today who just found this video, found first time experiencing one rental at a time in two years will be in a better position if they start adding other sources of income, which in my opinion is cash flowing assets. Again, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. Uh, I think that the recession is honestly an opportunity for you. I, I, I kind of closed on a, a or with my earlier statement was, yeah, I think I'm prepared. I'm really not that afraid. But what I didn't add was I actually am genuinely hopeful. Uh, even though interest rates going up suck, it presents an opportunity. One door closes, another opens. Subject to seller finance deals are going to be all over the place. Um, because anybody who needs to sell isn't going to want to drop their price because they've been spoiled over the last 10 years. So they're going to want their price, but give you your terms, right? What ultimate bargains in the comments every time. I'm sure I'll do it here. Yes, Mr. Seller, I'll pay your price, but here are my terms, right? That's exactly what you're going to do. You have opportunities to avoid bank loans, avoid closing costs, no credit checks. You get to just whatever the seller wants as the verification for you. Do seller finance deals, which are my favorite deals I've done and what I'll be looking for. So it's an opportunity if you've been doing the work and educating yourself and following the right person, because I didn't invent seller financing, neither did he, but he told me about it. And then I went and learned. Folks, at the end of the day, uh, recessions are natural. Um, they're, they're scary. If you if you if you watch the news, they're scary. Uh, but hopefully what you see on a channel like this or these guys channels. Um, they're just full of opportunity. If you ever wanted to buy an asset, I promise you it's better to buy an asset when it's on sale. So uh, 
you know, either price and or terms or both if you get really good. So guys, where can they find you? I've just realized I never asked you on any of these videos to, you know, share your channel. Well, every now and then you can find us stalking Zuber in his office here when we come down for an in-person live event. <clears throat> Millennial Mike on YouTube, Instagram, more active on Instagram than I am because I'm old. Twice as old. You talked about being 16 in the last recession. I think we had 16-year-olds in the last recession. We did. So, um, sometimes you can find me on my channel, Millennial Mike, but not today. <laughs> And you can find me, Dion Talk Financial Freedom, where I do live streams every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific. Awesome. Thank you very much. Ciao.